0: Welcome to Nintendo Dads episode 393, recorded on September 22nd, 2022. On tonight's episode, we talk about some decisions that Nintendo's making regarding closing up the EU shop or Facebook Twitter connection on Nintendo stuff. We'll talk about Chris, maybe hearing Chris Pratt say Yahoo in the beginning of October and whatever else jesse put in this document i don't know we're just gonna spitball tonight that and so many of your questions are answered jesse cue the music
1: hey what's up everybody it's marty here you're listening to nintendo dads it's september 22nd 2022 it's episode 393, and joining me on the show tonight, two of the finest gentlemen that the internet can provide, Mr. Justin Masson and Jesse Waldack. How you doing, guys?
0: Doing well. Jesse, you go first.
2: <laughs> yeah, my, my, my son calls me while I have the Zoom call up waiting for you two to show up. He never calls me. He normally texts me if he wants to give me a message, and he says, yeah, my car is not starting. I'm like, oh crap! So I almost had to do the dad taxi thing, uh, but he said he did get his car started. So I think tomorrow we're gonna have it d- checked out somewhere since he has, he and I both have a day off tomorrow.
1: Probably ain't got no gas in
0: it. Mm-hmm.
2: That's awesome. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm doing all right. I you hear? Here's here, let me be real honest, Marty. Marty. I, I yeah. just crushed, just crushed a Monster Energy drink, and it's going through me already. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, when let's you go. say crush,
1: tell me what you mean. I crushed. Like I just
0: chugged this Monster Energy drink. Uh, you know I usually sip these things. No, no, we just we just down that in about five. Are you minutes. drinking
1: just like the straight black and green original oh, yeah. OG? Black Monster? and green. Why? Why? I,
0: when I, you I, have the white zeros that taste so much. I don't better. mind the white zeros. I only have you know. I only have the green ones in my mini fridge down here. Can so, I tell you what, my favorite and, monster is
1: right know. now is the yeah, yeah. ultra peachy keen monster. Uh, the peach. peach. Oh man, it's so good. It's so good. But I'm 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 uh, with you here. I'm I'm not crushing, but I'm drinking some Starbucks Cafe Verona roast. Oh. Uh, it oh. is very nice with some nice white chocolate mocha creamer. Wow. Uh, it's it's very nice. I feel like, very I nice. feel like
0: you're about to turn, turn this into a pumpkin spice latte commercial. No, you know.
1: I don't drink. Uh, we no. don't do PSL. That tastes like vomit. Uh, wow. And so I like uh, how anyway. you
0: short formed it to PSL. Like like as if it's part of our normal that you could be it's like, a, it's, it's a PSL.
1: Of, it's it's PSL, a PSL. You know what
0: I'm saying? Right. Get yourself some DLC with some PLC and some uh, you know upsie doozies, you know? Before
2: we go, I have a quick story about that. My my wife and I and a friend of hers went to a price chopper or grocery store to uh, pick up some things. And we saw a, a box of normal-looking pumpkins and a box of white pumpkins. And she goes, hey, look, they, they they sucked the pumpkin spice out of these. And then my wife and I, at the same time, both say, damn you, Starbucks.
1: <laughs> Starbucks! You again? Where they did? Well, guys, we don't have a whole lot of news this week, but uh, Tim, Tim, let's talk about Tim for just a minute. Tim not on the show tonight. I'm, I'm sure he's following along. Tim scoffed, scoffed at us that we might have a short show this evening when we said it might <laughs> be, and it's <laughs> probably right. But anyway, uh, w- let's see what we can do. Let's dive on into the headlines, shall we? Let's do it. By the way, nobody asked, but I'm doing fine. I'm, I'm okay.
0: You know what? You're right. That was really insensitive of it's us. Okay. That was, it's
1: fine. It's uh, the it's the monster energy. It makes me do I, mean things Yeah.
0: because yeah. it's a well, monster.
1: That's cool. Speaking of things that don't make us do mean things, you guys over at patreon.com backslash nintendodads, uh, you're the reason uh, that we are going, that the lights are on. And uh, so we're very thankful for you, whether you're a dollar a month patron, whether you're brand new, or whether you're a $30 a month patron or you've been with us for uh, all five or six years that we've been running the Patreon campaign, we love you guys, and we are so thankful for you. Uh, and we uh, announced last week on the show the biggest happening, the biggest news ever for Nintendo Dads. And really, guys, the reason we're able to d- even do this uh, is thanks to you over at patreon.com backslash Dads. Head over there, join up. Uh, and you can help continue to make possible things like us being able to go and do extra life in person. It's crazy. I mean, like, I, 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 I just think about it all the time. Like I was, I was talking to Jesse earlier on the pre-show. We were talking about uh, me. I've got to go hit up Bucky's uh, because now there's uh, like I'm like a beaver nugget dealer now for not just for us, but like the snack network Who's gonna be there? They're like, hey, can you bring us some beaver nuggets? We'll totally pay you, dude. Uh, so now I'm gonna feel like I need to go like buy one of those like uh khaki colored trench coats, you know, with the pockets on the inside and be like, What kind of nuggets you like, man? I got them all. You know, <laughs> so like I'm like a beaver nugget, dealer. But also, uh, today's show is also brought to us by Manscaped, and we'll talk about that here in just a few minutes. And and let me just mention this. This week, crumble cookie. Slid into our DMs. It's almost like I'm gonna, say.
2: Literally.
1: All I'm gonna say. they slid in. So, you'll be seeing something about that. Sorry, was it in our DMs? Was it no, it was actually in our email. Okay. But it sounds better. I was, bad. I was like know, what did, did I don't like I, I don't think people slide into email. No, I, I think you stumble. <laughs> when well, you stumble, or I was thinking maybe you just kind of walk her into email, right? It, like you it, just kind of you
0: dads. Can one of you dads bring over some crumble cookies at NYC? Mecha Dragon's asking. is we, Anything's okay, first possible. We, we got to find a crumble. Okay. I have never had a crumble cookie.
2: Let's start with that, man. You're going to have a crumble cookie before so, that
1: weekend's over.
2: Tim and I looked last week, and we thought we saw one about 10 minutes away. And then we looked again. We both noticed it at the same time. It's a crumb cookie. Motherfucker. we're not getting no we're
1: not getting a crumb cookie can you guys guys put put
0: crumble cookies like in a on your
1: carry-on here's what i'm gonna do justin i'm gonna try to get one like the day before i leave oh yeah and then i'll get it in the box and i will just try to carry it with me so that that when you get there today because Mm -hmm. here's the deal the best part about crumble cookies is yes 12 to 15 seconds in the microwave and they just come back to life oh i'm so excited Okay, so exactly. I'm gonna I'm also speak
0: of excitement, see what Marty I can do for you. this and food. Guess what Justin found for you?
1: When did you did you find me some double double coffee I crisps? Did I found a
0: double doubles? I found a double double coffee crisps in Canada. Not yes. just one, not just two. Like there is an entire aisle section of it. So I'm gonna be able to secure you tons of them. And they're at the dollar store, so they're even
1: cheaper. Oh, oh boys. We're going to make some bad decisions with American food. Oh, Justin yeah, you said. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> part of the weekend. But anyway, uh, head over to patreon.com backslash Dads. We'll talk about Manscaped later in the show. Let's dive straight into the news. Huge news breaking this afternoon from New York Comic Con uh, that Nintendo and Illumination jointly announced that next, uh, or actually not next week in two weeks, they will premiere the very first teaser trailer for the Super Mario Brothers animated movie on October 6th at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Now, a couple of questions about this that uh, I I have, uh, because that's really all they said, except for showing a a graphic of like a glowing question block, right? Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. A couple of questions I have. Number one is, is that a premiere at Comic-Con and we don't see it until later? Mm. or is it going to be streamed at the time? And if so, like, Justin, I'm I'm specifically looking at you for this question is how do we need to set our expectations for a teaser trailer? Because there's some folks out there who are going to want this to go buck wild, right? Yeah, They're going to want it to go. They're going to want like a four minute trailer. That is not what we're getting. Can we agree on that?
0: Yeah, I agree. I think if you're going to see. So here's what I think. You are see the teaser in October here at the New York Comic Con. I would anticipate a full proper teaser, most likely during the end of November, during Thanksgiving sometime in there. And they'll be properly promoted, like tune in on Monday after or tune in Friday after Thanksgiving or whatever dirt, you know, some like, like that'll be where it'll end up coming out sometime around that. Or we may end up seeing it over in game awards. You are going to see the actual trailer by the end of this year. I think either Thanksgiving. Sorry. Let me say this. Sorry. For, hey, hey, Canada, I'm looking at you. Sorry. American Thanksgiving, not our. No, no, I completely American agree with
1: you They you said the game awards. And that's that is I think that is that is World premiere, Mario trailer. Here's what I think, here's the tidbits I think we're going to get in this trailer. All right. Number one, I think we're going to get the movie's title. Yep. Number two, Chris Pratt is going, we're going to hear him say something as Mario. It's not going to be huge. It may just be, it's a me, Mario. You know, that's it. Number three, Mario is the only person, the only character that we are going to see. You're, you're going to get some kind of like black screen
0: and be like in a world where I, you know, where danger lurks around every corner, a damsel in distress requires one individual to save her from an impeding evil. It's and the then, you're gonna, then you're going to then you're going to then you're going to see like like the camera pan up and it's and it's a green line and it pans back a little bit more and it's the pipe. Right. Mm. And then you're doo, doo, doo,
1: Mario's doo, in and, the in the pipe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And got kind of it yeah, pops out, lands. And then there's like a, a back shot of them. Right. So you're only seeing the back of him, the pipe and maybe a castle in the far distance. Right. And then it just says, you know, you know, Super Mario, tears of kingdom hope. And then you hear it's a me and that's it. That's, right. And Yeah. Then, yeah. Boom. The and other it's thing like that, 15 seconds.
1: Yeah. The other thing I want to point out here too, and Jesse, thank you for putting this in the notes uh april 7th 2023 the new confirmed release date for this movie previously it was just uh easter or spring 2023 obviously they are taking the cue y'all from sonic the hedgehog 2 going gangbusters around easter time last year springtime uh and doing tons of money business uh now, Sonic also didn't have. I'm not now. Hear me when I say this. Sonic was a fantastic, was a great movie. I'm not say fantastic movie, but Sonic two was a good movie. It's great fun to watch that with my kids. Point out all the Easter eggs. Check out all the stuff. It looked wonderful. Uh, it was just good through and through. Uh, but Sonic did not have anything to really compete with mm-hmm. during this time. Now, if that pattern holds, I don't know that Mario. Uh, is going to have anything to uh, to compete with uh, at that time? Uh, I think that there are Marvel movies hitting around it, yeah. right? But there's there's not anything that's like that weekend, okay? Well, I'm looking at uh, MovieInsider uh, dot com right now. Uh, there's a there's a movie called On a Wing and a Prayer coming out April fifth, and eh. Uh, I don't I don't know much about that. So nothing coming out the same day that Mario comes out. Uh, there's a uh, Pope, the Pope's Exorcist is coming out. That's kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and so I've never, I don't know about hearing that movie. Uh, now March, if I back it up to there, <laughs> Scream 6 is coming out March 31st. It is Scream 5? Uh yeah. Uh, and The Heart of a Lion, which is a boxing movie about George Foreman. Uh, but the week before that, John Wick Chapter 4 hits, which may, I don't think it's going to pull a whole lot from there. Shazam, Fury of the Gods, March 17th. Uh, so they're really in a good pocket right there, right? It seems yep. like that they're going to be in a, in a pretty good pocket for at least a couple weeks and that's uh, and
0: that's also the Easter break. Is it not around that time? Early April?
1: Um, let me check here. Easter 2023. Well, while he's checking, is, I'll say what
2: I what I was thinking of
0: when you
1: said that, in is, world guys, that is Easter weekend. So oh, wow. it's it's launching on the seventh. Easter Sunday is April 9th. I believe Sonic also launched on Easter weekend this past year. Uh so uh, you know, it, or this year. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, what happens. I mean, that's typically a pretty big weekend for uh, for movie releases because families want to go out. They want to do something, right? They want to be together. And everything else great, is closed on Sunday. Yep. Yeah, it's a great family thing to do. We do
2: it on Christmas every year. It's our Christmas tradition. Go so, open presents, you, eat, go see a movie. When you said the in a world with, I thought of in a world where your best friend is a fun guy. Nice. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> That's a oh, show nice. title. That's a show title. Take care of that. Anyway, um, guys, anything can happen. I expect uh, uh, that cheeser trailer. If it's not available right at three, uh, three Central, uh, four Eastern on YouTube, it will be available very quickly. Yeah, because
0: I, I, they're gonna. I, I'm gonna anticipate Nintendo's social is gonna promote it and share it. Absolutely um, right. So keep an eye out for it and sure. We'll probably be some included kind of in
1: an eight o'clock tweet that night. Yeah. Right. Yep.
0: <laughs> I'm sure we'll do some kind of reaction to it or whatever, but I, I, you know, I listen, I'm, I'm excited to see what it is. I think they've got a great voice cast for it. I think it could be a lot of fun. Uh, Miyamoto has been very heavily involved with it. Nintendo Mm -hmm. is really looking to stretch their brand and to recognize and user IP in different ways. It's been very well spoken about and documented. This is kind of the next evolution for them that they haven't had success in before. Obviously we can go back to the old Mario movie, but this, I mean, this is one of those things that, like, if this has the right level of success, the right level of hit, the right level of cultural impact that we saw something like Sonic end up having, this can this can give Nintendo a little bit of confidence in, the, in their IP to move into different uh, multimedias and different avenues. This is where, I mean, we always talk about, we joke about the rumor of a Zelda Netflix show. This is where stuff like that can actually begin to have traction and to begin yeah. to actually get some footing because you have success in a market. If this goes it out has, and has it a bombs, c- bombs, they're, they're like, no, we're done. We're not going to do this. Be, we're not it's going to be
1: this. Nintendo IP lockdown. We also
0: have to remember that this is very interesting because Nintendo not too long ago also created their own um, uh, movie TV division, right? That's well, they, a, bought, that's a, they bought, oh, they bought one. They bought one, correct. That's interesting. Right? So to buy in a, a, a division to understand that you may start to do, I mean, that's probably where Pikmin shorts are generated. I mean, that's where the Pikmin shorts were generated. But but they're obviously thinking a little bit more long-term strategically well, beyond They're, they're obviously
1: thinking about Pikmin 4. They're going to need more yeah, shorts. need lots Pikmin of shorts
0: 4. for Pikmin 4. So, yeah, I'm excited to kind of see what it is. Listen, I I, 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 have, I, I don't no, have I've any not, expectations. Nope. I'm not one of these Chris Pratt haters. I'm just like, I'm just, listen. I like Chris Pratt. I, and also, I think we also have to be okay that, that we have to let, and this is the problem, I think this is one of the things that Marty, you talked a little bit about in the last couple episodes, is this entitlement, right? I think we have to be okay that things that we may have, we may have a specific memory attachment to, and, and our attachment mm. is, you know, Mario coming out of the pipe, Nintendo 64, it's a me, right? Like that Whoa. thing. Those words that from, from Charles Martinet resonated with us. We have an attachment yeah. to that. We have an association with it. But like anything and everything, it has to evolve and change. And so we have to be okay that our Mario is not the same Mario as it is for our children or other kids, right? There's a generational change. And so we can't hold on. It's kind of like us saying, like, the only Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were the one from the 1990s. Yes, because that's our turtles we need to think of mario as this is our mario from this time where yeah. where now the, the 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 new mario is for other generations my right?
1: question to you is this is do you think that um and I, and I understand that like the mario odyssey was developed for the like the switch in mind right but you know how mario and mario odyssey went all of a sudden from like the way he'd always look to look, I have individual strands of hair and you can see the grain of my mustache and you can see, uh, the, 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 you know, the stitching in my overalls and things like that. you think that that's probably going to come into play, uh, in this big screen? Like, are we going to see like Mario's going to look like, I'm not talking about realistic,
2: but like. Illumination is known for detail in their models.
0: I, I mean I I I, th- I think you're gonna I think you're gonna have a pretty realistic model, but I mean you're
1: you're like I guess again, what I'm saying is like is it gonna be a step back from what we got five years ago or is it gonna be on par? I think it's gonna I think it's be on I think it's be pretty on par. I mean this again this
0: is the this is the studio and you look at their you know minions and stuff like that that you know they're really good at making overalls right yeah. so this should work really well <laughs> for them right uh,
1: like, but I I kind of see what you're saying though about Nintendo and uh, like the IP thing like. This is their flagship guy yeah. and they have been absolutely roasted for years about over the original Super Mario movie. Uh, that's why it's taken so long for this to happen. There's got to be uh, a high level of quality this has to be. Yeah. but also there has to like there's got to be a lot of people in Nintendo who leading up over the next two weeks and even that they are going to be like a bundle of nerves. Right, I think, Like, Oh my gosh!
0: I, I think the other interesting part, and maybe Jesse, can you can you provide me a quick um quick date for when that uh, that Mario the Mario movie came out, the original with Bob Hoskins? Here's something that we also have to kind of realize, like fundamentally. I think when that Mario that Mario movie came out it was the early '90s, and again, Jesse's going to grab that for me real fast here. Mario would have been would have been going into Super Mario. With that but, uh, got a date there, Jesse. May 28th, '93.
2: So, but more, Mario, right? so Mario,
1: Mario world would have been out. Super Mario world would
0: have been out. We would have, we, so we've gone through the front, the NES we well, did Super have Mario Yoshi world. in it. So, yeah, Yeah, that's a good point. So, so it's a, it's a, it's a brand, it's a character that's established. This is early console wars, right? We, we, we have to remember that at this point, Mario, the IP, the identity, the franchise was not the juggernaut. It is now. Mm right? This is 25, almost 30 years ago, right? It didn't have that same level of clout. It was, it was in its infancy, right? Where I think, where I think then the stakes were not as the, the table stakes were not as high. Yes. Nintendo gets roasted for it, all that. Right. But now 30 years later where like you can put up IPs on a wall and kids can be like, that's Mickey Mouse. That's Ronald McDonald. That's Mario, right? You have, you have visible recognition of an IP without needing a name to it. Right. You have you have billions and billions and billions of dollars yeah. that for have been a time made by a, by a guy with a mustache in overalls
2: for a time comparison. When that movie launched, the character Mario was only 12 years old. That's exactly wow. it, right. We're now now he's like 42. Right. So
0: <laughs> so he's grown up a lot. And, and so I think I think for Nintendo, this is really like this is this is a very important move for them to make. Um, and I think, I think that's quite critical. Wow. That look is, at those toys. I mean,
1: that is Yoshi from the original Mario movie. If for those who are on video yeah. uh, that's just a Raptor. Yeah. <laughs> that's just a Raptor from Jurassic park. Uh, and like, Justin, like, if you don't remember that guy in the red coat back there, is a Goomba. that's a Goomba. Yeah. Like there yeah. is no, there is no way that
0: Nintendo would allow this to happen in any way now. <laughs>
1: You're right. I mean, it's pretty, that is pretty bad. And so I am super excited uh, about what we're going to see uh, on that day, uh, simply because I think that, uh, you know, like you said, Nintendo's got a lot to lose. And I don't think that they're going to spin the wheel uh, on something that they're going to like, you know, it's going to crap the bed again. Right. Uh, I mean it's yeah, I I
2: wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if Nintendo decided at the last minute they're gonna Warner Brothers backer all of this thing and just write it off. If they they think it's not gonna go well. If they don't think it's gonna go well, they'll kill it.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Well, we'll see. When uh so in two weeks, hopefully we'll have a little something to talk about here on the show about the Mario uh movie. Speaking of Nintendo, uh big change is coming to the Switch. Next month, starting on October 25th, you will be unable to log into your Switch account, whether you, if you have linked it to Facebook or Twitter. Uh, in other words, uh, here are some changes that are coming. You will not be able to create a new Nintendo account using uh, your Facebook or Twitter login. Uh, you'll, you will be able to create a new Nintendo account with Google or Apple accounts, Uh but missions to earn my Nintendo Platinum points involving linking Facebook or Twitter to your account will no longer be available. So uh, if you need to do that, you need to uh, go very quickly. Here's my question on this. Um, number one, well, let me make some observations. Number one, this is kind of sudden. Like, it's like, like guys, we're, we're pulling out. It's done. Uh, yeah, normally two, they give
2: a long notice, and here it's literally a month.
1: Number two, the missions, I thought... The missions from linking for linking your My Nintendo Platinum points to your Nintendo account was so that you would be able to share screenshots from your Switch via Facebook and Twitter, not just so you could have an account that can log them in.
2: I think sharing still will be a thing. You just well, that's can't. my question. Is it? Because you say think. Are I they don't know stopping if that's, this? I, it was but I don't think we know yet. I hope we are still able to share. But and uh, here's my
1: here's my big cat you my big conspiracy theory. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Here's why they're doing this. Because you can send screenshots to your phone via their ad hoc Wi-Fi network that it sets up, right? Mm-hmm. So if they remove this, that means that there is a major change coming to the Nintendo Switch user interface. Ladies and gentlemen, get
0: your tinfoil hats on. I think backgrounds and folders are on their way. We've
1: got folders, Jesse. Oh, sh- I forgot that. <laughs> I'm stamped that. Uh, we uh we we do have folders. I mean, they are kind of forgettable. Let's let's not let's not uh you know jump off the cliff completely. But uh, I, I guess Je- Jesse, I think you're probably um, more apt. To talk about this and anything, knowing backends and systems and things like that. But why would they make a midstream change like this that's so big?
2: Or is it so big? Well, I don't think it's that big. The, the first, does any of us use these methods to log in? No, no, I don't. Okay, uh, my guess is very small population do, does. Okay, my. My original, my first thought is maybe the APIs that Facebook and Twitter are, they have they have published or is up, updating, and Nintendo just said it is it decided it's easier to just scrap it than to make the updates to keep it current. Another thought I had is maybe there's an exploit that no one's talking mm. about publicly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that is. Involved in this, you know that that was the main reason why they re- took away the NNID login originally, because that that was something that was exploited, and I think some of us actually got hit by that. I think y'all got purchases on, uh, your V <laughs> purchased on your account. I, I I my my account did get compromised, but I don't have. That game, so I didn't get any purchases on it, but I did have to change my password and enable two factor. Um, those are the two big reasons I could think of. I like how Marty goes for like, "Oh, we got a
0: crazy idea," and then Jesse's like, "No, probably not." Security patch, right? That's why we bring. That's why we keep you, Jesse. That's why we keep.
2: He, it. he brings it back again, now. Look at right. right? Computer programming and security is what I do. (laughs) No, 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 no. That's that's where my question. That's where my brain goes. But yeah, uh, I I would be interested in finding out if there's going to be a a, a UI update and new methods of sharing. If that's where they're going with it, maybe you know, again, end of October. That's when the NSO uh, recycles. So maybe something else might come from that. Yep,
1: and maybe. Maybe it's just going to be like, hey, guess what, guys? You know what? We've had this interface for Bluetooth this entire time, and five years later, we're enabling it. Or, hey, guys, guess what? We're now going to be able to let you stream directly from your Switch. It's always been able to do it, but now you can do it because we just thought it would be good to do on a Tuesday. (laughs) You know?
2: I don't see that one happening. The game struggles. It's 8
1: p.m. on a Thursday night. Uh, let's drop the tweet about the uh, the streaming that's coming right. to Nintendo Switch. I don't know. Anyway. Or uh, it's,
2: the, it's the third Thursday of the month. So well,
1: just, just know that probably what this really is, is it's making way for Netflix to finally come to the Nintendo Switch. Oh, my gosh. Get out of here. I'm just saying. But uh, for the five or, or six of you out there who still link your Nintendo Switch account, to uh, uh, your Facebook and Twitter, uh, you probably need to fix that before October twenty fifth. Okay, uh, there's a tutorial on Nintendo's website for how to do that. Sorry, it's the I'll Twitter and care
0: Facebook it. on the Switch.
1: Yeah, I thought it yeah.
0: was just. I thought it was just the uh, th- uh, Wii U and yes. <laughs> no, and the Switch. Nope. And oh, the Switch. so so like we're oh okay. Now I'm actually paying attention to this conversation.
1: Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Does this change your opinion? Well no it isn't so it crazy does,
0: now. Yeah, well yeah. That's interesting.
1: Nintendo mm. is taking away Facebook and and Twitter logins from the Switch. Well I mean that's I mean
0: that's how we post out photos sometimes from our Switches. You, you know it what is. it is?
1: I've got it guys. Here it is. It is MeVerse 2.0. It's coming. Could you imagine that? It's that coming. Awesome. I, like, I'm hey. here for it. Here some crazy crap that went on <laughs> <Yeah>. and now <laughs> it's look, and guess, guess what now it's all transferred over to the drawing feature on Splatoon 3. Do you ever yes. just like
0: turn on like your Wii U and be like, what are y'all doing here in meverse, you crazy bastards? Yeah, by, what are you still doing here? By,
1: by the way, did uh did you guys see the thing I posted uh about the 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 king of the hill reference that somebody drew yep. in Splatoon 3? And then Hank Heal's a squid, Bobby's a skid, and it's like, now, Bobby, you can't just not ink the base, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. It's fantastic. Uh, there was another one I saw yesterday, and it said, I'm a real animator, like an actual animator. How do you draw on this thing? And then in real little letters, it said, no, seriously, I work on SpongeBob. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> No, you don't. Uh,
0: That's brilliant.
1: Uh, Anyway, that's coming up. You go, go, go get your accounts fixed. Don't, uh, don't get locked out. A couple of game release announcements. Actually just one that Jesse wanted us to throw in here uh, that you actually, you threw in here. Why don't you tell them about Picross S8 just in time
2: for, uh, for extra life this year. Right. Because it'll it'll add four player support. I'm not playing. No,
0: we're not doing this, Jesse. (laughs) We're not (laughs) doing it. You know what? You know what? Here, you know what? For the kids, I'll do it.
1: For the kids, I'll do it for do it. the kids. Yeah. So, so are we working on the same puzzle, or are we competing?
2: Yeah. No, it's like it's co-op. Yeah. You all work at the same puzzle at the same time. You each have your own cursors, and you. I, if we do like a, a ten by ten, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm not a puzzle. I I'm have no I'm not, I'm not hating seconds. this idea. Yeah, so, okay, yeah, we, you can do a 20 by 20. We'll do a 20 okay. by 20. So, yeah, Tim and I was planning on doing this e- anyway. I, not sure if it was going to be something we stream, but it's something we do on the side just because we can. And they've they've always had two-player support. Uh, but this one adds four-player support and touchscreen support. I think 7 also did, but I don't remember. And it, it comes out next week, the 29th but they're also going to backfill four-player and touchscreen support to all of the other ones. You know, S through S7. Those crazy buggers. Yeah. S through S7 and the Genesis and Master System Edition and the the Lord of the Nazarek We'll all get (sighs) updates. That's my
0: favorite one. (laughs)
2: Lord of the Nazarick. Yeah, so... That's something we can do for players now if you want to. Checking
1: checking Nintendo's website, S7 did include touch hold or touch toggle as an input method.
2: Okay. Oh boy. But now now they'll all have touchscreen support. (laughs) Which because the touch I liked the 3DS stylus method because the stylus had, had a point and it was really precise in where it landed. You know, the the Switch would have to use these squishy ones that yeah, I don't like aren't, those aren't very precise. So I'm I'm not going to use tried to do you. that. I tried to I'll do that stick. for
1: Super Mario Maker 2. It wasn't fun. Yeah. Didn't it come with a stylus? Mario Maker 2. In no, some regions man. it did. Yeah, it did some regions. In some regions oh. not not North America. It did not. Um it would have been great if it did,
2: but uh, anyway.
1: Uh yeah, so, so that's so. coming out September 29th.
2: Yes awesome and i'll probably Uh, have it finished before yeah i was gonna (laughs) say you gotta
0: save us some puzzles jesse can can we can we talk about how tunic's coming out next week because that's much more exciting for
1: tunic is coming out next week also uh as you were hearing this shovel knight dig has also released uh on the switch and on ios and And you know what i'm 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 gonna play it on ios because it's free because i have apple arcade (laughs) well it's yeah and i have the i have the uh I got the the good old Yeah, the
0: backbone. backbone. Me too. Backbone me too.
1: is going to Backbone's going to help me uh, play shovel knight dig tomorrow for a long time. Gonna let your um, backbone. Yeah, I, I love this. And can I tell you, the the backbone is fantastic. The only regret that I have from this is that I wait I didn't wait to buy it. So that mm. I could have got the PlayStation version that's white. The white one. Yes. Yeah, lo- oh, that. it looks that so looks good. Banger. It looks so good anyway. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that uh, uh, Logitech came out with a handheld this week? Logitech came out with a handheld this week that has Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, cloud for gaming. $299. Yeah. Are you are you excited by that? I don't know if you're angry about that market. I know, no, like I like I'm I'm wondering like so can I so with that, obviously you've taken a look at it uh, a little bit. Can I download games on it from Game Pass and take them on the go, no. or do I have to have?
0: It's all. A, I mean, I mean that's why I'm, I'm asking you because this game, this platform by default, Marty, you should be completely against. Ah, uh, that's because it is It is. It's like, it is a, it's like the Chromebook of gaming. It is a hundred percent cloud streaming how does like it connect you, cannot, you have to have a you wifi have to have connection? a network you have to have a network connection. so i
1: could not buy this for my kid and put him in no. the car and be like all right go to town play uh no. play tunic. Nope. that's
2: no. stupid
1: what a waste no. of money so so the, the the statement that everyone is saying
0: is like the best solution like like it, it, it like it looks good it has game pass it has stadium but it, it is a cloud-based g- gaming system but like you could just go get a backbone Right, and do the exact right. same thing.
1: Exactly. And you'd have a, and you would have a data connection on your phone. Yep. That's kind of a waste of money, kind of a waste yep. of time. I don't think, I, I, I guess what, guys? That's a clearance bin product. It's yeah. And, and it's pricing at 350
2: <gasps> Yeah. Ninfrendo it's says awful. $15 more, you get the low end Steam Deck. That's exactly then it. Then
1: why not just get a Steam Deck that runs game pass yep or a nintendo switch just get a nintendo switch oled you, and you it. just get that, a danger. nintendo switch oled wait six to twelve months and all the games you wanted to play game pass are there and they're 25 bucks
0: there yeah. you go perfect solution yeah. you're just but next bored. week tunic uh, comes out and i am excited about tunic i now, am excited about. Can,
1: can i can i spoil a little something or can yeah. you spoil a little something got a uh we got a uh, uh an email today right you did who did we get an email from, Justin?
0: The wonderful folks over at... Wait, which one are we talking about? Tunic one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The wonderful folks over at Tunic were sending us a tunic care package. <laughs> I
1: thought
2: you were You're talking like, about... I'm, to, I'm going to pop Papa Justin's I coming, house here. I'm going to, you, but you let me to tell you Papa something. Justin's house. If
1: you open that box up and there's a baby fox in there, I'm going to be pissed. Like a dead baby fox? No, like a, like an alive. Like if they send you a baby fox... A real cuddle, fox? Like that's like in a tunic. I'm yeah, going to oh be oh yeah for oh, sure that's exactly upset. what they do that's 100% what they do I'm going if if it's a, if you get something that looks like a Zelda treasure chest and the old Zelda manual I'm going to be mm, I'm going to eat all your crumble. okay,
0: okay well I'm going to tell you this me. right now do not go online because I know what they send You're going to be angry about it Marty <sighs> you're going to be angry about us. it they send That's all, what happens they when Justin Justin us. runs the socials runs the emails I respond quickly
1: N- you know you specifically went in the chat like, can I have this?
0: <laughs> I did do that. I did hundred percent do that. Because you like, knew what was in it. Oh, I knew.
1: Oh I am I am so excited about it's okay. tunic. It's okay. I am excited. You, uh, listen, all we've heard for six to nine months is tunics come to the switch. Tunic's coming the switch. Have it. Take it. I, Love I, it. I will fantastic. You're on a trip next week, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So going to be matter- going to Bucky's. So same thing. Uh <laughs> There's a treasure chest chest with an animal in it and some snacks. It's fantastic. Uh, All right. One one other little news item here. If you are a fan of Mario Strikers uh, Battle League, a brand-new update or the brand-new update for that launched today. It is now live. You can play as Pauline. You can play as Diddy Kong. There's new gear, a couple of new outfits, uh, and a brand-new stadium, uh, which is like a space-type stadium, which I guess is supposed to be – like Rosalina's stadium or whatever. I don't know what they're doing. There was, the game there game was apparently
0: don't, don't. like a lot more done to the game than just like, like it was, Hey, here are two characters in the stadium, but apparently there
1: was a lot more actually like under done. the hood
0: stuff. Yeah. Like, and like also like options features. Like there was a, like, I saw a, uh, a I, I, I messed
1: around with it long enough to lose at a match. And I still, this game sucks. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> Cause I'm terrible at soccer. Uh That's why, like, I really hate that the game, like just on an exhibition match, there's like no mercy. There's like I can't just go on and, and like just 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 roll over the other team because they just won't let it happen. I and I hate it. I like there's sometimes I just want to go and I want to like Ted Lasso it. You know, like I just want to go in and be like, I believe and I'm gonna win and I'm gonna put up 15 on you in three minutes. Like that's that's what I want to do. Uh and nope. Nope. Wario scored the only goal. He burped in my face and then they ran off the field and celebrated while my team cried. I got two coins.
0: Two. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I got the patch patch notes here. Added Pauline, added Diddy Kong, added planet planetoid stadium, added the barrel gear. Okay, cool. That's content. Additional Mm -hmm. features or added features. Added striker rankings to the main menu, completed by comparing your individual ability over a fixed period of time with the score skill, which varies for your performance from online matches. Added the following content to strikers clubs. You can now customize supporters in stadium uh, stadium access by going to club management and stadium supporters. You can use coins to view fireworks and confetti when you score a goal or when you watch or win in a match accesses by going to club management celebration general cool. adjustments to behaviors of the CP uh, CPU teammates may uh, mark opponents more quickly adjustment to the order of characters. When you switch between them adjustment, to the charge time for perfect shot passes and perfect free law passes, Increase the amount of coins and tokens you earn depending on the results change the period of time from a rules in striker club who states that club will not be allowed to join a season. If no member of the club, has been online within a certain amount of time, from ninety to thirty days. Changed the number of question mark blocks that are thrown to the losing team at kickoff from two to one when the score difference is at two points. Adjusted the matchmaking rank systems to online matches and made wow. several other adjustments to balancing and fixing other improvements.
1: Stability. Options. They probably so added they did, some a, they, did a
0: fair, they did a fair, yeah, fair chunk to that actually.
1: Yeah, they, they did. They did. It's pretty good. Um, but. I have a feeling we'll only get like two more updates to this game, like just come. probably. Uh, but anyway, it's out there. Go check it out. Uh, that's our news this week. It's time for an ad break from our good friends over at Manscaped.
0: Hey, folks, Supporting Nintendo Ads is brought to you by Manscaped. Ladies and gentlemen, Manscaped has continued to be a supporter of Nintendo Ads throughout 2022 and will through the end of the year. Manscaped makes incredible products that you are part of you use as part of your daily routine. Whether it is a lawnmower 4.0 for removing some of that body hair, and I'm not just talking below the waist, but potentially maybe your person has some chest hair, some little bit of hairy armpits, some shoulder hair, you know, just need some general trimming over the, over the body to make you feel a little bit better. Not a problem. They've got you covered. Hey, speaking of hair, uh, by the way, what about ear hair? What about nose hair? Well, they have got the the weed whacker 4.0 or the weed whacker, which will help you clear those out and trim it out as well. But they're not just they're not just a technology grooming company in regards to those kind of accessories. They've also amazing other content or amazing other products such as their deodorant. Their body wash, two-in-one uh, shampoo and conditioner, uh, lip balm, because by the way, folks, it's going to start getting cold out here. These little chappers, they're going to get a uh, little cracks. so you're going to need some lip balm, so you should make sure they have that as well. We have talked about their amazing ball deodorant. Again, during the hot summer, sunny days, you got to make sure you're, uh, you're you're keeping yourself nice and uh Nice and clean and fresh and uh, moisturized where you need to be as well. And by the way, they've also got a foot spray as well. They have got all the amazing products that you need to use in your day-to-day routine. All the Nintendo dads have been using their products for more than a year here. And as a matter of fact, we were using their products before they ended up sponsoring us. That's how much we enjoy and support their products. So, hey, if you want to support Nintendo Dads and you want to support Manscaped, head over to Manscaped.com. Use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping. Big thanks to Manscaped for their continued support of Nintendo Dads. Marty, back to you.
1: Awesome. Thank you, Justin. And thank you, Manscaped, for your continuing support of the show. Let's discuss something, shall we? So we got a really great topic of discussion uh, from our community from listener Quagmire. Uh, And guys, I think this is a fantastic, fantastic question or topic. And so I'm just going to throw this out here and uh, get your responses. And we're also got a response from someone else uh, here in the community, JDP cart 18. Uh, And so here's the original topic from Quagmire. He's asked this, are there too many games? I'm looking at October in particular and there are several I'd like to buy, but we'll probably only pick up Persona 5 Royale or Royal because I won't have time to play them all. Also, I only play my Switch so I can't imagine how people with multiple consoles can keep up. I feel like the gaming industry is propped up by people buying games they don't play. Love the show and appreciate you all answering. Now, before I get you guys' live opinions here, JDP Cart 18, Jamie, he, he responded this way. He said, maybe instead of buying the games uh, we want to play, maybe instead of buying the games we want to play and never playing them, we should be more frugal with our buying habits and buy what we can play now and then move on to the next one once we're finished. Some people just buy games for the sake of buying them cheaply on the eShop. Looking at you, Sean Capri. Woo! Shots fired. Uh, but I think this question is perfect for our resident game sampler, Justin Masson. So let's throw it over to you, Justin. First, just just let let just the hair's breadth, like the the little the little appetizer question: Are there too many games? Yes. Okay. So, what do you think about
0: that? <laughs> that it. Well, I, I thought those those just like, are we just just give me the no, blunt I, answers? I mean, what, yes. what do you think? Yeah, I mean, like, so, okay, so yeah. there's
1: too many games. Well, then what do we do about that, Jim? Why are there too many games?
0: Well, I mean, I think a couple of things. Too many games indicates a couple of things. I think the first one is that the gaming market is very real and healthy, right? So you actually have an oversupply of something, right? Supply and demand, we have an overabundance of supply of games. Uh, in relation to the demand perspective, we hope that there is there is demand, but there's demand for a very specific type of game or interest, right? This is kind of the the trouble that actually I think that the Wii U got into, especially when the sales numbers hit like over hundred that hundred million units sold, is it became shovelware? There is and you can go scroll through the eShop right now. There is a lot of games you're like, that looks like like not to be not to be a jerk, but like that looks like a money grab. That looks like it's a cash grab. That looks like someone just kind of like
2: no, oh, it's like a mobile a, game ported to the switch. Yeah. I'll talk
0: more about that one later. Sure. All of these, all of these things where you're like, it, it, you're just flooding the market and hoping that something sticks. Is there too many games? Yes. What do we have to do about it? Well, I think we as, as consumers have to make decisions. Now I, I will also realize and I, and I think to the question, there are peaks and valleys. I find also, you know, I, I went through a bit of a valley in, in May to the end of August. There wasn't a lot that was really speaking to me. I find that all of a sudden times.
1: Oh, we killed Justin. <laughs> Come on. Now, if you're hearing this, you were breaking up uh, in a big way. There you are. I think you're back
2: you here. Uh, uh, no, no. Um, great. Great audio show.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo dance, top of quality. Can you guys hear me now? Yes. Kind of. Okay. Nope. I'm going to for a second, all right? All right. He's coming back. Uh, while he's doing that, hey, uh, Jesse, what do you think? Are there too many games? Uh, and what do you think that means for the gaming industry and, uh, and
2: gamers at large? I was going to think, uh, I'm going to say what he, I think he was going to say was, yeah, earlier in the year, there was a drought. Like, I barely touched my Switch in, like, the first, quarter and uh you know up until summer and then i started hitting it more and still i think this is my my switch hours playing switch is probably the least it's been since you know in six years Um, Hmm. but on the other hand not every game is meant for every person so you kind of need more games than you than a per- person can reasonably play in order to give more people things to play.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that there's a it, there's a a good balance between
2: um, the Wii U era, where it was like,
1: hey guys, the new game's finally coming out.
2: Well, because Dude. the problem there was there was no third party support. Nintendo right. had to, to run now, that show by himself. Where
1: there's a ton of third party support, right? Uh, and it's almost like a uh, an overwhelming amount of, yeah. of third party support. I mean, guys. Look, I mean, just this month uh, in uh, on the switch in the last 21 days uh, here. Like, just I'm going to list off some games, and just here you go: uh, Ooblets, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Lego Brawls, uh, Tim Tim, uh, the uh, Jack Move, NBA 2K23, Splatoon 3. Uh, Little Orpheus, uh, Various Daylife, uh, 13. Uh, all of these games, Baron Breakfast, uh, all these games hitting Shovel Knight Dig right around the same time in October, uh, like uh, Quagmire talked about, looks to be like a super packed month of games uh, already. I don't know that the question is really, are there too many games? I think the question could be, Is timing just really bad?
0: Well, and the thing I would argue with with that for timing is there is a deliberate strategic timing for a lot of placement. We do have to remember that, right? So so if we look at this, um, the back half of the year, the holiday is the big one, right? The Black Friday. Right. That's where you see, like, when is, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, when is God of War Ragnarok landing? Like November 15th or something like that?
2: Uh, yes. When is
0: the new call of duty? Like, it's November 11th. That's right? the, only this, the first week, this, November. Right. You are, you are landing You are trying to land in that time spot because there yeah. is high black Friday sales, right? So you want to be on
2: the short st- shelf. You want to do that. Now you begin and, to then. And, if, and releasing a game late puts you deeper in the mind of people giving out awards because
1: yeah. they're
2: going to, hoping they forget about the games that came out in February in favor of the the November and October. Right. But
1: I think part of the problem here too, is if too many games release, if you're not careful, then you get buried in the tidal wave of eShop,
0: which is is why, which is why, like if you use, if you use November as kind of your placement, you recognize you can't land there. You don't have an IEP that can fight in that zone you need to begin to kind of look at where are other places within that, that zone that we can land. So that's why you begin to start to see November become, or sorry, October become a little bit more of a stacked month. Um, And then you actually see that trickle a little bit back into September as well. Nintendo traditionally goes a little bit quieter over the summer months, right? They have a, they have a very interesting Nintendo strategy, looking at Q1 and Q2, or or at least Q1 of, of the year, that's January to February or January to March time, when there isn't a lot of games out there, they usually put out family-friendly games. They put out softer games. They put out ports around that time. Why? Because after Christmas, you aren't spending money. That's kind of the way it works, right? Because you've just come off of Christmas. So they put some very light, light games there. Nothing too, you know, pretty, pretty easy stuff for them. They begin to ramp up. From about beginning of March until June, end of June, they have a pretty good push there. You always get a pretty good game by the end of June or middle of June, right? You've got this from from Nintendo. They go a little bit quieter over the summer, and then they hit hard in the beginning to middle of September, and they run that until basically up to uh, end of October. They'll take a small break, but they'll push out more content, and then they look to really aim for that middle of November cycle. Then after that, they go a little bit quieter again. This is the peak and valley of, of sales that goes along with it. Now, other companies also follow their own their own part and parcel. Are there too many games? I agree with Marty. There are probably too many games that you are interested in right now. Because, again, mm. you can go through seasons of, like, that game doesn't interest me, that yeah. game doesn't interest me. that So, so you're like, yeah, that, there aren't games. That's too what many I was games. mentioning while you were reconnecting. Yeah, there aren't too you many know, like, games. There just aren't games that I'm interested in.
1: During the summer, uh, especially, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of, like, Third party or indie games that were coming out, uh, and even into into August, but now it seems like it's ramping up. I mean, today alone or, or this month alone, I've gotten Splatoon 3, Beacon Pines, uh, Midnight Fights. So- uh, uh, I think it's Midnight Fight Society or something Express. like that.
0: Midnight Fight, Midnight
1: Fight Express. Express, uh, Baron Breakfast. Uh, next month, I'm getting Persona 5 Royale. I'm wondering how I'm going to have time to play all these games, uh, but. It's almost like like I can wish list these games but if I wish list them then I either a forget about them or uh like I get to a point where it's like you know what now I don't want it because I know I'm not going to have time and the shine is worn off and, and and I think part of the pressure that we feel and or at least and let me say it's for me okay I'm not going to say it's for everybody part of the pressure I feel and I would wager that there are several people who probably feel the same way. Let's put it that way. Part of the pressure that we feel is a new game comes out and everybody's talking about it, and yeah. we want to be a part of that conversation.
0: Yeah, FOMO. Does right? Infrendo in, just mentioned in the chat there? Yeah, you're missing. Yeah, out.
1: like like Live Alive came out, and there were several people who jumped on that, so we got to be part of the conversation. But then Xenoblade came out. So that's the new thing. That's the new hotness. And now Splatoon three is out, uh, and that's the new hotness. And then B- Banetta three is coming out, and that'll be the thing. Then Pokemon, and that's just that's just Nintendo, right? I mean, it's not like oh man, I'm playing Baron Breakfast, or oh man, I'm playing uh, you know Midnight Fight Express, or oh man, I'm playing Four Tales, Genshin Impact, whatever it is. You know all these games. Plus on the back end, like for me, on the back burner uh, is like. <laughs> the specter of Fortnite is always there, right? Yeah. Come on back. Come on back. You, you want to get, you got to get some levels, man. We got to get to level 100, uh, you know? And so now like I look at that, like when the battle pass reups, I'm like, okay, what is my maximum amount of time uh, that I have here? Because I don't want this game to control my life yeah, and control my gaming to the point that that's all I play. I- and I get burnout, not, not just on Fortnite, but on playing games, period. I, I think I, here, here, I
0: would love to see the data track on this. And I, be, I believe there is probably data track and I just need to figure it out. But I believe that there is a five day approximation hype cycle of a game, which is if a game comes out on Friday, everybody's talking about it. You know, we see reviews hit on, on Wednesday. We see people start sharing stuff on Thursday, drops on maybe Thursday night. We see a big peak on Friday. Unboxings, let's plays. It's on the stream. It's on first Twitch, weekend, first weekend, Saturday. You see it Sunday. You see it Monday it begins to drip out. And then we do this. What have you done for me lately? And then we jump on the next roller coaster that comes around again, and we do the same thing. Video game, if you are a, if you are an avid video game player, enthusiast, industry content creator, whatever it is, it is literally a vicious cycle of living a hype roller coaster that you never really ever get off on. Um, and I think that's really the challenge of it. And I think, and I think the question that was asked in there was like, how do people with multiple systems do it? everyone makes I fun don't. of me because I don't have more than just my switch and right. But the reason is it's real easy not to play death loop when you don't have the system, right? Like really. And, and listen, I watch it go across my Twitter feed. And I'm like, Oh, I want to pull the trigger on death loop. But I'm like, and I, and I've had this conversation. I have thought like, there have been times where I've literally had an Xbox in my cart ready to check out. And I'm like, it's going to sit in my gaming station and I'm going to play it for a couple of games, but then I'm going to be like, Oh, I want that game. And I want that game. And guess what? I have so many games on this console that I'm not playing because mm-hmm. these games go on sale and they're in my wish list, and they're being added over. Cause eventually I want to play that game and it is this vicious digital collection. Right. And I think that's the challenge of it. And, and so I, you know, I earlier this year, I did something very cleansing. I don't know if you guys remember, I was like, I am not buying a Nintendo game because of the hype cycle. Remember, Justin hmm. didn't buy Arceus, and everyone's like, What are you doing? I didn't buy Kirby in the Forgotten Land. What are you doing? I literally let my gaming body reset, and I was like, I am only playing games and purchasing games that I am going to actually play. There are times where I will also be like, I am not purchasing another game until these three games are done, right? And I will fight my backlog because I can, like, I think we, I think we like do this like doomsday or prepper, like, all of us are like, I'm just going to buy this game because the one day that the world goes to hell and the zombies take over, I have Hyper Light Drifter. And that's when I'm going to play it. Right? <laughs> like, like, uh, like, some, not my zombie so, plan some, game. somehow we oh. believe, somehow we believe like we've stockpiled these things and this time will come. But reality is that time won't come. The new console will come in and we're just going to replace that. Yeah, that's the vicious cycle of it. So I don't have an answer for you. My answer for you is this: You need to individually figure out what works for you. Right now, I am going in a season where there are a bunch of games that I'm very interested in. Games that the games that I want to play. Overwatch 2 is coming out. I'm excited to play that with mm-hmm. friends. I love arena-based shooters, right? I love playing that with friends. I'm excited to play that, right? We've got uh, we've got Mario and Rabbids. I love the first one, right? I know we're going to have a conversation about that. What yeah. you need to do is you need to make decisions about like, do you need to say, Hey, I'm do like, there's nothing wrong with saying I'm not going to buy this game. I'm not going to not be in this conversation. can I
1: rec- can, Look around orbiting around that conversation. Can I recommend the strategy that I think might help? And that is this, have a gaming budget for your month mm-hmm. and say, I'm going to be able to spend this month, this amount of money. If you don't spend that amount of money, that month. Don't roll it over to the next month. Don't be like, Oh man, last month I had 60 bucks. Now I've got 120. Just however much you're going to spend on it per month. And if that's comprised and that will is going to make you sit down and it's going to make you say, okay, um, Hey man, uh, and Rabbids is coming out this month. That's a $65 game. All right. Well, my gaming budget for the month is 80 bucks, you know, or, or maybe it's $65. Maybe it's one first party game. Well then that makes your choice, right? Uh maybe it's Persona 5. Uh, we don't we don't know how much those are gonna cost yet, right?
0: Uh I haven't seen a price tag yet. No.
2: I figured Jesse would know. Um, it but might be 50, but probably 60.
1: Okay. So if I'll, that's I'll your $60 game yet. for the month, guys. Also keep in mind that one of the things that you want to do when you do that is to is maybe. One of the things I do sometimes to determine uh, what's really important in a situation or what should be in the number one slot is just make a list It's 60. Okay. So make a list of all the games that you want and then go down that list, starting with the first one and uh, say, okay, like here's, here's my October list, Persona 5 Royale, Mario and Rabbids, uh, Bayonetta 3. All right. So, okay. So uh, first one, Mario and Rabbits versus Persona Five. Which one of those do I want to play more? Okay, well I put a tick mark next to Mario and Rabbits because it beats that one. Okay, Mario and Rabbits versus Bayonetta. How many? Uh, which one of those do I want to play more? Mario and Rabbits, so that would get a tick mark. So I now I have two tick marks next to that. Then I would go down to uh, to the next one, which is now Persona Five Royale. So I've now I've already compared that to the first one on the list, right? So I'm not going back up. I'm going down. Uh, so since there's only three items in my list, Persona 5 versus Bayonetta, I want to play Persona 5 more. That's one tick mark next to there. So that means Bayonetta now has no tick marks. Then this one has two, and this or this one has one. Then So it reveals to me that Mario and Rabbits is the one that I wanted to play. It's a process of discernment. All right, so it helps us be able to, to take a look at those. Maybe some of you have... Um, non-finite resources. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Maybe some of you have more resources to put toward gaming each month. Luckily, thankfully, one of the reasons I've accumulated so many games on my Switch is because we get review copies and we are able to, you know, share some of the cost of those games, right? So with that, that's help. But if I, if I didn't have that going on, I would be doing the same amount of budgeting and list making each month to try to figure out because there is so much there that interests me. so I think maybe reframing it that way, budgeting, making making a discernment chart or discernment list, uh, or maybe just reframing the question of there's too many games out that I like uh, might help you, Um, you know, and understand to look at sales. All right. Uh, Y'all know. Probably, Mario and Rabbids is going to be on sale at Black Friday. It's probably it's not a Nintendo first party game. It's Ubisoft, and Ubisoft gets huge discounts every year, right uh, on Black Friday and Christmas. Yeah, like, so you yeah, may want to original Mario wait, and Rabbids
2: normally goes on sale for twenty bucks, including deals. Right, or wait less. a
1: few weeks and see what happens. You know, I've heard. I've even heard. I don't follow this, so don't. But I've I've often heard that people use this strategy of. I want something, so I'm going to declare that I want it, and I'm going to wait 24 hours, and then I'm going to see if I still want it just as bad 24 hours later, right? So you can check that out, too. So there's some things out there you can do, but I agree. Like, let me just say I commiserate with you. I agree. I think there's a lot of hard choices that are having to be made here right at the end of the year, right, Uh, for gaming.
2: Yeah, I I have a release tracker. Obviously, I can't track every release. I only know know of the ones that we're told of normally through directs and sometimes through emails if it catches my eye. So there are 12 games in October on my list, of which six of them are in a, an eight-day window, which includes Ooh. Mario & Rabbids, Persona, and Bayonetta. Wow. Yeah. And Resident I... Evil Cloud. <clears throat> See, I've said know. for a
1: while that when Bay- when Persona 5 comes to the Switch, it's day one for me. But then they decided to release Mario and Rabbids the same month. So I've
0: also, I've also got to a point where I like where I prioritize. <laughs> where I'll look at the where I'll look at like a list like that, and I'm like, "What's my greens and what's my yellows?" Right, yeah. like like No Man's Sky. I'm like, "Oh, that would be cool. I've heard a lot of great things." But I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. uh," I've literally yeah. got Overwatch two days earlier, and I've got this game. I've got Mario and Rabbids. That no, 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 no. We're that's what I was
1: that. talking about Why you stepped away for just a minute. Yeah. Was oh, making sorry.
0: a list to kind
1: of do, you know, like discern or I, I like greens and yellows and reds too. I think yeah. that's a good one. Uh just like taking that list that Nintendo publishes after every direct and going ahead and saying, Okay, these are the games, right? And I'm gonna I'm gonna monitor when those are coming out. And you may have to space those out or ask like ask for them for Christmas or do things like yeah. that. But I what? think it comes like it comes like for me. Right now, the question I'm asking most is, "What's going to give me the most bang for my buck right now?" Yeah. one
0: One of the other interesting things I think that that, that the you know and I think this goes back to to the larger question, and I know we're kind of transitioning off it, but like there is a bit of a systemic problem in regards to there is too much, right? And so, how do you identify? Like, there is so much in the marketplace that to be able to find, like you, 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 you probably know what you do want in regards. So oh, these are. I'm got to use like Overwatch, Tunic, like these big games that you probably know or hyped indie games. But then there's a lot of games that go completely missed that teams have struggled with, worked with, and are absolutely fantastic, and you completely miss them. And it's like, fingers crossed that some podcast, some streamer, someone just randomly happens Somebody to be. Somebody tells you it. about it, right? Somebody picks up on it, right? The one I've heard a ton about recently is Tinykin, right? I've heard a ton of positive things, but like that had like literally had been out past my radar and someone's like, have you guys played Tynakin? And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I heard it on podcast, podcast, podcast. I'm like, maybe I need to look at it. Like, that's what drew me in. This was the same thing I actually said last week about Flynn, Crimson, the the son of Crimson, is that this is a fantastic game. One of my favorite games of last year and nobody really knew it existed, right? Because it wasn't like wasn't on that main chart wasn't on that big list when it came out. So you completely miss it because, because it's not overshadowing Splatoon three or it's, or it's not being overshadowed by, you know, uh, uh, Shovel Knight dig or these other bigger games and IPs that you recognize. So there's this mid pack that just gets lost. And so you need these games to be pulled out. Um, and I think that's a challenge. So there's a flip side of that. Cause that cause the, the fact that there are so many games indicates a healthy, market how like like of creation however is the market sustainable from a business perspective of companies being able to actually make dollars right if i'm putting out 45 games a week on the nintendo switch that are just randomly out there is everyone buying all 45 games is it enough to actually pay the developers to pay the costs maybe maybe not right like it's a really hard balance and again this comes down to supply and demand this also means there is a bit of survival the fittest right? Survival of games that have the best IP, survival of new innovative, innovative methods, uh, new ways to push gaming forward, new characters, right? That's how things kind of like thrive, survive, and, and are created. So there's this kind of push and pull in regards to the industry, but I think with so much content, it is a sign of a healthy industry, but also an industry that cannot survive at the pace it does in the same way because obviously studios will fold because you're not buying their games.
1: Hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's that's a good word. That's a good word. Uh, and here's, here's the flip side of that, too, as we kind of close this out. I think that, you know, I look at this argument like I look at the argument of, of hot and cold. And what I mean by that is like when I'm hot, there's only so many clothes I can take off uh, to get cold, to get to cool off before things get really bad. Like there's things that people don't want to see. Right. Uh, but when I'm cold, there's More clothing can always and blankets and whatever can always be put on, right? Like it's it's easier to pile on there. And so like I look at it this way of I would much rather be lamenting that we have too many games than not enough games, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I'll tell them. I'll just say this if you want to hear what that was like, I'd encourage you to go back to Nintendo Dad's episode 25 when we were deep in the throes of the Wii U, right? And we talked about Paper Mario for six weeks because there was nothing else to talk about.
1: Yep. 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 Thank you, Justin. I, I like that's good perspective. Quagmire, great question. Absolutely fantastic. We love stuff like this. If you've got a topic, that you would like us to debate and talk about on the show, send it over to our email, nintendodads at Uh, gmail.com, or you can just hit us up in the Discord uh, on the Nintendo Dads or the Ask Nintendo Dads or or Nindad's podcast subchannels, and we would be glad to uh, take uh, your comments, questions, and uh, topics for discussion there. Guys, let's talk about some events real quick. Yeah, so the dinner table is coming up every third Friday of the month, which means it's going to be, uh, or it should have just been this past Friday. Uh, And the next one will be on Friday, October 21st. The dinner table is a place where everybody can come uh, and get together and discuss whatever is on their mind. It is not recorded, uh, both for, uh, for lots of reasons, but one of them is because some of the topics that are talked about uh, our personal stuff that's going on in people's lives. Uh, and so uh, we don't record that, but it's always a great time. 10 p.m. Eastern time on October 21st is the next dinner table. You must be a Twitch subscriber or, or uh Discord uh, or patron so you're a member of the Discord so you can be a part of that call. We also want to remind you that if you're listening to this on Friday, guys, it's Splatfest time. uh, The first ever... Real Splatfest for Splatoon 3 is happening this weekend. It's going to be Team Gear versus Team Grub versus Team Fun. Justin, what team did you go? Uh, I think I chose Gear. Oh, okay. Practical. I'm Team Grub. Food, yeah. I'm Team that's, Food. Uh, I thought it was going to be Big Man, but it was not. It was Fry, actually. Uh, team Fun was Big Man. So I'm, I, I know I was... I said on last week's episode, big man always, but man, that I, you got to have food to survive. Yeah, so yeah, uh, I'm excited for this weekend's Splatfest, even though I'm not going to get to play a lot, which is kind of disappointing. But that is running from uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time on Friday until uh, I think it's 11, maybe, or maybe it's 9 p.m. on Saturday. It's it's a full day. So, Yeah. Uh, Jesse, you, you didn't pick a team, did you? I didn't buy the game. You picked <laughs> You picked Team No Splatoon. Uh, right. Fantastic. <laughs> Love it. Uh, also want to remind you uh, that Extra Life is coming up. We're going to be together. But uh, you can also join our team over at extra-life.org. Uh, we've got 10 team members right now. Game day is November 5th or whenever you choose. If you want to join our team, you can go to our webpage, nintendodads.org, and click on the Extra Life link in the upper right-hand corner of the page. Or you can search for Nintendo Dads. It's all one word uh, on extra-life.org. Nintendo Dads 2022 is the name of the team right now representing Team Nintendo Dads. In at first place, already raising $310. Justin Masson, uh, you are in the number one slot for the team. Uh, I am on, there. on way. Uh, Tim Off. Jesse Waldat, Game Pass News, Jeff Watt, Chris Logel, Elvis Sanchez, Isaac Estes, and Jonathan Bassey. Uh, you two can join up that weekend as we seek to reach our goal, which is now sitting uh, at uh, somewhere over $5,000, I believe. Already $463 raised uh, as a team. Uh, the goal is $5,000. So, yeah, awesome stuff. Uh, guys, listen, it doesn't matter when or what you stream, uh, a, you know, I, my son, Isaac, he's going a week later, uh, but we want to reach that goal of $5,000 for the kids, but also as usual to shove it in the mega dad's
2: faces. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: That's uh that's number, that's priority. Number two, uh, during extra life, priority number one, the kids always, uh, so head over there, uh, and join up. With all that being shared, now it's time for Justin's favorite part of the show. You know what it is? It's Jesse's Pokey Minute.
2: Peek a peek a
0: I hate you all.
2: October's Community Day will feature Litwick. Saturday, October 15th from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. Evolve Lampent before 10 p.m. to get a chandelure that knows the charge attacked polker- poltergeist. And the Fashion Week event starts on September 27th at 10 a.m., runs through October 3rd at 8 p.m. Uh, that's a new one here. We think. Marini Marini, and Toxapex make their Pokemon Go debuts. Pokemon will appear in the wild wearing fashionable costumes, and Juvental and Megalopani will return to raids during the event.
1: I want to know what a fashionable pokemon costume is is it like they're a wearing, little top hat and they're a, wearing
2: a little hat not a top hat but it's like a like bowler pikachu hat Pikachu comes up
1: with a top hat and a monocle and like a little cigarette little, on a little stem
2: little he's like yeah so
1: i uh, see there sir pika pikachu pikachu, pika, pikachu i say pika,
0: pikachu. i don't know why but mine sounds like adam sandler
1: pika pikachu pika pikachu Pikachu and a big brown shoe. Uh, and with that being said, what? before it goes way off track, uh, let's go talk about what we've Too been late. playing, shall oh we? Gosh. Jesse, just a little divergence here. Uh you know the Thanksgiving song, Adam Sandler?
2: It's been a long time since I've heard the Pika song. for me,
1: a Pika for you. I like Pikachu and a shoe. <laughs> you know, know, I, I, anyway, better than it is too is it a Pikachu and us uh, too yeah uh, I remember that album uh, the, the Adam Sandler comedy album coming out when I was in junior high and yeah. he introduced a whole slew a whole schwack load of yeah. middle schoolers to uh, very inappropriate <laughs> things uh, yeah uh, let's start here with Tim he uh, left us some notes about what he's been playing on the PlayStation, he's been uh, checking out Genshin Impact. It says still trying to get to level 16 for multiplayer. After a few hours, he went from level eight to nine. It's a grind uh, for the Switch. He's been playing four I'm shocked, that,
0: I'm shocked that Genshin Impact hasn't hit the Switch yet because it was announced for the Switch.
1: Yeah, it's uh, hey, guess what? It's never. I don't think it's ever coming.
0: Oh, I would be shocked if it.
1: Mm, didn't. I I I don't know. It's I. I think the issue is probably that it looks like crap uh, and they're not going to release it because that's like one of the big kind of selling points. You always hear people talking about, oh man, good shit impact it looks amazing. Mm. Uh, you know, so maybe a performance issue too with trying to make it like, make those yeah. graphics happen. Maybe uh, on the, the Switch,
2: Switch successor.
1: Oh uh, yeah, Switch Pro confirmed. Uh, Tim's been playing four Tales. He says a YouTube video of his first play is out Great card-based battle and narrative game. Highly recommended. He's also been playing Splatoon 3 and is hooked, especially when playing with people I know and loving table turf battle. He wants to play that on his phone. Uh, And then a game that he's been super excited about that I'll talk about in just a minute too, Midnight Fight Express. It's a fast-paced beat-em-up game with motion-captured animations for a more fluid John Wick-like action. Look for a video soon to see if it meets his expectations. And I can definitely tell you, John Wick, if you are a fan of John Wick movies, you are going to love this game. Uh, smooth, super smooth, fun to play. Uh, it's uh, basically, uh, it's it's a it's a plot of a Batman movie, really. Like all these gangs have taken over the city you're in uh, and you have until a sun up the next morning to stop them. Uh, and you play as a guy who is like a sleeper cell, like super agent, like kind of like Jason Bourne. Uh, and he like gets woken up and you like, it's a drone. There's a drone that comes and talks to him. And like, it helps him remember who he is and how to destroy people. Does it, so does it,
0: does it run well? I think so. Yeah. Like, in, I thought is so. this, I mean, this came out in August on the other consoles.
1: Yeah. I, I do think it runs well. I played through the tutorial level of it uh, today. Uh, And it was super smooth uh, and a lot of fun. Is there any Uh,
0: online component of this? I'm going to be honest. When this came through and I sent this along back uh, just for a bit of like how the sausage is made, by the way, here at Nintendo Dads HQ, reviewed codes, review codes come in. And some of us know exactly like who it's for. So, for example, a game came in that said Atari today. And I just said, Jesse, this is yours. I don't even (laughs) want to talk about this. Right. Yep. Uh, other times games come in when I'm like, ah, uh, tunic. Okay. I'm super interested or Marty's interested. Are you available? Who's unavailable? We'll take stuff, right? Who can get content out because of the fact that we're available or available or busy. So we have conversations. But there's other times that you just grab a game. We put like a, tra- I put a trailer in our discord and I'm like, anybody interested. Right. And I, and I dropped this in. And I was like, anybody interested? And all of a sudden t- Tim, like out of nowhere, he's like, that's me. And I was like, oh, okay.
1: So full, like full disclosure, You go and look at this game uh, and the key art for it, it looks like a a budget Mr. Shifty. You remember Mr. Shifty? Yeah, 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 yeah. From from the early days of the switch, it kind of looks like that. Like there's a guy in a ball cap wrecking shop, right? Uh, And so I was skeptical at first. I went and watched a YouTube video and I was like, okay, you had me at John Wick, right? Because John Wick Hex uh, was so disappointing because I thought it was going to be like playing as John Wick, like, and and I mean, in this game, like you're picking up items, you're whipping them at people. You're beating people with nightsticks. There's chairs on the floor. You pick them up, throw them across the room. You're taking guys out. You know, it, it's, uh, soundtrack's great too. Anyway, it's uh, it, it's like they made a, a bonus episode for John, John Wick and called it a game.
0: I have to bounce. Do you Talk mind to... if I
1: quickly do yeah, my very, stuff? very quick. That's the end of his. So Justin, why don't you go yeah, first? Because you've got some interesting stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm playing four games. I'll give you the quick rundown. Splatoon 3, I'm still very much enjoying it. Um, awesome. I love it. I've already voted. I'm pl- hopefully playing the Splat Fest. I'm playing more Spl- uh, Fortnite, or what I should call Splat Night.
1: Really? I mean, yeah.
0: Splat Night, because if you haven't, the update to Fortnite uh, now has it where you can become a bottle or a bowl, ball, liquid, chrome, and f- zip around and fly around maps. And go through they have walls. A, go through walls. They have essentially like, Put parts of Splatoon in Fortnite now. And I was in a battle where I became, I'm mean, for the sake of this conversation, I became a squid kid, slid around behind the guy, popped up behind him and killed him. Um, so the motion is if it is very like Splatoon meets Fortnite. I'll also say this new season of Fortnite, it's been out for less than a week, and I think I'm on level 24 right? Like it, it's been really easy to kind of battle I'm pass up or 14. Yeah. Been. Really quickly. Easy to battle past two other games that I'll talk about. Videos are up for right now. Uh, the first one is return to monkey Island. Um, this is really cool. I have never played any of the monkey Island games before, and I have never really played a point and click adventure game. Um, the voice acting in this is absolutely tremendous. Uh, the character art design is a lot of fun. It's, it is such a storybook right? It is such a story coming out to life. You get some great dialogue choices that you get to choose. Um, It is a, it is a really fun, fun, entertaining game together. That reminds me at times of a princess bride, uh, the movie, because there's times where you're, you're moving along the storyline and all of a sudden you kind of kick out to reality where the dad is talking to his son about the story that's happening. Very cool. Lots of fun. I would highly, highly recommend it. Um, Again, I've never played a point and click adventure. This one is like, oh my gosh, this is great. I've got some traveling coming up soon. And I'm like, this is like, I want to save this for my travels because this will be like better than watching a movie. I'm excited about it. Second, or then the last game I'm going to talk about is Shovel Knight Dig. I went on the Nintendo Switch tomorrow. I believe it's also on Steam, Apple Arcade. Uh, yeah, I think these are the only three that they're out on. This is not this. So this is not the next Shovel Knight. Let's be very clear on this. This is Shovel Knight Dig, and this is done by Yacht Club Games, and it's done by Nitron, who is the ones that did Chicken Bomb Chicken. Um, really cool art style. Uh, just or Marty, you it's and on I my were phone having right now. Yeah, Marty, you and I were having a conversation about this before about trying to describe the difference between Rogue Light and Rogue Light. Yeah. And so here's how it works. Your job is to dig. And so if you love the pogo mechanic of Shovel Knight dig or Shovel Knight um, and that kind Too of feeling bad. of, of ducktails you're going to love this because there is a ton of that. And oh. it feels it feels like pixel perfect precision, which is fantastic. But your objective is to dig down and you collect uh, coins and there's enemies that come through and there's secret areas that you fall in or you come into Um, and, and you do this, like they're, they're essentially the runs. And as far as you go, and then you, you'll end up getting killed and you'll restart again. Um, the, the levels are procedurally generated. So they're different every time you go in. So that's again, part of it. There is a world leaderboard where you can see how far you've gotten and compare it to others. Uh, there are daily quests, and, or sorry, daily runs and weekly runs to see how you post. There's upgrades that you can purchase. Now, I'm not 100% sure if you purchase the upgrades, if they become permanent. Um, and every single run kind of shows you how much further you got along in all the dungeons. My first time playing it, I it kind of only got to like, each area has like four sections in it, I guess is the best way I would say. And after each section, you kind of get a spot to refill your heat, your life. Um, And then you go for another to the run to the next section. And I was able to do one section all the way down, uh, fought the boss. And then after that, I was like, cool, I'm done. Nope. Moving on to the next section. And so you move on to the next section, and that's your new kind of like level or run. There it
1: is. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, this is this is mm, this is how I'm playing it. I'm pro- yeah, can, can, I'm gonna double dip. I'm probably gonna play it on the Switch too. I'm yeah, just, I, I'm not gonna um,
0: I, I am I'm having a ton of fun with it. Um, is yeah. So I guess Rogue Light um, uh, procedurally yeah, generated. So, uh,
1: I'll explain that after you leave because I know you've got to mm. go.
0: Yeah. I, I here's what I'm going to say. I would actually recommend both these games. And if you're questioning, maybe, oh, again, I've got limited money. I've only got limited time. Both videos are up on our YouTube channel. Take a look at them. Shovel Knight dig had been on my radar for a long time. It is a lot of fun. It also has the hook of one more run. Right? So so you are going to find yourself doing that. You're like, OK, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. Marty, is is that uh, free via Apple Arcade?
1: It is. If you have an Apple Arcade subscription or you're uh, part of the Apple One program, which gets get you the Apple account. Arcade, uh, then guess what, guys? You are in like Flynn and you are already, um, and, and you can have this right now. Okay, yeah,
0: grab, downlo- I'm downloading it right now because uh, I have that. Um, it is it is a ton of fun. I'm interested to see how it's going to play. But again, you've got the Backbone controller. Um,
1: right now, it plays Fantastic. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're gonna. You're only, gonna you're I'm gonna not gonna, even
1: in the thing, but it's very responsive. The Bad levels, bone.
0: the levels are great. Um, the design is awesome. It is a ton of fun. One more run, addictiveness. I would highly, highly recommend it. Um, yeah, I am gonna have to go though, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. See, you,
1: Justin. Thank you. Well, with Justin heading out, uh, that's gonna leave us here with me and you, Jesse. So why don't you talk uh, to us a few minutes about what you've been playing?
2: All right, I'll probably download that from Apple Arcade as well. Just uh, I think I still have like a few months of free Apple Arcade from when I bought. Well, I bought something. It was, <laughs> I think my iPad last year. I don't remember what what I bought, but I think I I don't think I'm paying for it yet. Anyway, um, continuing my playthrough, Picross 3D Round Two. I thought I was going to be finished before the show. Not quite. I think I literally have. Eight puzzles left out of 350 so i'll that'll be i'll be done, done with that tomorrow also continuing my playthrough of voice of cards the beasts of burden the third voice of cards game to to say it's more of the same makes it sound bad but it's i, I say that in the best possible way i do like this type of of game how they incorporate cards into the art style and you know even you know the character cards are still this mostly mostly the same but still that's kind of half the charm of the game is that and the the story of this one is you start off in this as a sub subterran subterranean basically someone who's Mm -hmm. lived all their underground all their life you get attacked by monsters you are the sole survivor and you are now up on up on the surface you know so you, everything basically being like taking the role of a player you know you know nothing about the upper world just like i know nothing of the game and you know i learn the same time the character learns oh that's and cool she you know you you meet up with a bunch with various other people to form your party and it's your normal traditional RPG type of stuff, and it's you know you find a city, you find all the city's got a problem. Let's help solve the problem, and maybe they'll help us do the next thing we need to do. You know that traditional RPG back and forth. So I I think I'm in the midway through the game. I think I'm all just starting chapter four. I don't remember. I think I'm I think I'm starting chapter four. I these games traditionally have five or six chapters, so. Um. Uh. Good way. So. So. And I think I'm like seven or eight hours in. So these aren't large, long games. that run, normal. You know, play through normally is less than twenty hours. Yeah. You know, mm, okay. Th- these games are developed in like five months, so <laughs> not a lot of content in them. But again, but for the price, I think it's they're really good. So I I, I plan on continuing playing through this one. Hopefully, I finish it. Unlike the second one. I don't remember why I stopped playing the second one, but so far I'm keep, I'm, keep, I'm keeping going. And I, I was hoping Justin would uh, be on for this third game because I wanted to play a game with y'all. Okay. The game is Game is Guardian Tales. I think it doesn't come out until October third on Switch. I, I okay. have a preview copy. So w- when I was asked if if I wanted to to play it. I go sure, let me look at the website to see when it's released, to see if there's an embargo, but apparently the game is out on mobile. So, no embargo because it's already everything's already out there. But the thing that caught my eye is the price tag. It's free. Oh. So, one of those so,
1: games, huh? So
2: here's here's the game I want to play. If I tell you Free to play action RPG. What type? What type of game are you expecting?
1: Mm. Like a MOBA, like a, or
2: you know what I'm talking about, like an MMO type thing. So mm. well, I'm talking about like 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 Pokemon. Like what will you? What will the game contain in it? Like um, like a stamina system, you you can only play so many stamina. Oh sure, yeah, yeah, like that. Out. Yeah, so See what you talking about now? Yeah, so is there, is there, what other type of things would you might you think of? Free to play, um, free to play, m- m- a place for you to buy things like to spend real money. There is a place to buy gems. I'll, I won't continue that thought. I'll let you guess a few more things before I
1: continue. Um, I was, I, It's free-to-play. There's, like, an online component to it?
2: You have to play it online. I don't think it's you play it with multiple people. But you have to play it online, which means, of course, there's also surfer down periods, which also happens with this game when when they're pushing out updates. And I think there's an update tonight. So, like, I can't play the game when I'm done with the show. Is it in
1: a foreign language?
2: I don't know what you're trying to give me to guess okay. here. Well, well, okay. Okay. I'll think things like, is, is there a gotcha mechanic? Yes, there are two oh, of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, sure.
1: I didn't think know, about one, that.
2: Yeah. One to pull the heroes and one to pull weapons though, you know, and you know, the game top loads you with a whole bunch of stuff. So I, you know, obviously mm-hmm. I haven't had to pay for anything yet. I'm um, I've only played, oh, yeah, you know, daily rewards for logging in. Oh, sure, sure,
1: there's daily rewards, right?
2: Yeah, so, you know, I've I've only played for two days so far, so I'm still early on. I'm still in the first world. So pretty much everything has been given to me that I haven't had to pay for yet, including, uh, and, you know, it'll give you this as like a, like a mission thing to so get extra small rewards for it, which also okay. acts as a tutorial to teach you how to go into the menus to do things like spend these upgrade points to level up your, your hero. So I, oh, I did boy. that. My, my hero is level 25 and I'm, I'm still on like the first world. So that's what I was going to say. I
1: bet it's like, Hey, you can get this really this, this upgrade, but like to beat this, this enemy, you're going to have to be like level level, Forty-five, and you can't but get level 45 yet.
2: I, I think the max level is 30. But you okay. know, my the starting hero was still a one-star hero. So that's another thing this thing has. Ranks hero rankings. Oh. So I don't know what a one star versus three star versus five star means. I, I, okay. I do have I do have a four-star weapon. Uh, I think I can equip it to my hero, but it's like really designed for a specific different hero that I don't have. Yeah, if it's equipped to her, then you get extra bonuses. So, yeah, it's so it's it's your relatively generic RPG with mobile. It's a mobile game on a Switch. I'm sure they'll get to a point where it'll like super paywall me. I and at that point, I'll probably stop playing. I do want to keep keep going, at least get past the first world or two. I was also
1: going to suggest, and I'm not like that. Are there inappropriately dressed girls? No. Um, And and that's how they add, they they do their
2: ads. Mm, No, I I don't think that they're inappropriate. They are. You do see like the actual gameplay models are like 16 bit pixels or 32 bit pixel art. It when you're when you do your polls, there are high res slightly animated you know um uh, art of the characters, but I haven't seen anything that would be labeled as inappropriate. They are fully armored and clothed. I don't think the poses are lot greatly gotcha. offensive, but only I only saw them for that for the, a little bit the first day when I was doing the polls. Is it another Eden? I'm not sure what game what Eden is. Mecca asked. That, oh, Eden yes. is
1: it's it's one of those like what I was talking about. Okay, it's a waifu game. Are there, well are and that
2: is that what you're hinting at? Are there waifus? I think these are trying to be low budget waifus. Like a, it's like a low budget Genshin impact. Waifus and husbandos?
1: <laughs> I didn't even know that was a that was a phrase, and uh, until Krista.
2: Oh yeah, that's that's, that's just the male version of a, of a waifu on their show. <laughs> yeah, so so I I plan on playing more of that, and okay. uh, so it's I have two games I'm working on, and then of course as Justin hinted at, I have another game that I don't think I can talk. You know, I I have it downloaded, I haven't played it yet. I don't think I can really talk about it until the tenth. So. I'll talk about that in 3 weeks.
1: Okay. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm going to talk about a couple of games. Number 1, uh Shovel Knight Dig is really fun, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh it but it's not uh, me playing it is not conducive to me talking because there is a lot going on in every screen of Shovel Knight Dig. Let me tell you. Yeah. There's oh, a oh, lot.
2: What, what, one more thing I wanted to uh mention um, okay so Mecca asked what was the name of that game again so I put in the chat as guardian tales and uh, I took a picture of the title card it gave me on boot and I posted it on Twitter and I said very subtle almost missed it I'll put it in the chat so people can see what I'm talking about
1: okay <laughs> there you go so Jesse will be uh, there to let you check that out a uh, couple of quick games I've been playing uh, number one uh, is uh, Midnight Fight Express. I've already talked about that a lot. I've also been playing Beacon Pines, which uh, we got a review code for. Uh, super unique game uh, that's on the Switch. It's, guys, it's, it's almost like um, Animal Crossing meets um, <sighs> story branching detective sim. I don't know. Like Wow. How.
2: That's like, I really I don't, like here's the
1: thing I'm only one chapter into it, but I really don't know what's going on so the the, just the gist of the game is is the game opens up and you there's a vocal narrator right who is this female and she's talking about this story and how it's a very special story and it like it's it's her story, but it hasn't been it's still being written like the ending is not set and you go into this world and you're introduced to your character. Uh, who is a goat child who is at the grave of his father, like mourning his death on his birthday.
2: That could be and symbolic whole, in multiple different ways you don't want to go. The
1: whole, the whole universe is populated by these animals that like have developed a society, like Beacon Pines is the town that they live in.
2: Okay. And
1: as you go, you're introduced so to this not, mechanic. It's not Cult of the Lamb. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like his friend comes. And the friend is like, oh, let's go on an adventure. Let's go buy your grandma. Like, we'll have to go buy your house first and get your grandmas, okay? And so, like, as you're running in the next screen, you run through this field of dandelions. And if you run in it enough, there's this thing that pops up, and it says tickle. And it's like a, like a locket, like, like a picture that would be in a locket, and it says tickle underneath. And the narrator's like, oh, uh, I, I, I had a feeling you would be the one that, like, that I had a good feeling about you. And when you go back to the grandmother's house, she begins talking about these things called charms that you can collect. And that tickle is one of the, the charms that you have, right? So, and she, like, you go in the house and she's like, she's telling you about it. And she's like, and there's probably a few of them you can find here. So if you go on, like, do all this exploration, you find all these charms and you go outside and talk to the grandmother and the grandmother, like, it interrupts. It's like, hey, before you talk to grandma, just know that. Conversations in this world are everything, is basically what it says, like in so many words. Conversations in this world are everything, and you're going to have opportunities to branch off into different things depending on the words you choose. And the charms are the words that you can choose. Okay. Ah. So, like uh, in the first situation, it's like you found all the charms in the house, and it's like hide junk and um, ponder and something else right and so the sentence is uh hey rolo and i are going out to blank all day and so you get some of those as a choice so it's like you can ponder or you can hide or you can something else and what you're trying to do is and it tells you before you do this it's like this is the only one of these that really won't permanently affect the story based on what you choose okay hmm. so like and she shows you this diagram of a tree where these the, there's these things that then look like blooms and those blooms you can go back to them like you can rewind the game and go back and choose a different word to go into the sentence at that point to see how the path branches and so fill a little out the radiant tree.
2: historia type of gameplay
1: yes yes the artwork on this game is gorgeous the 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 music is fantastic the voiceover work for the for the narrator she's fantastic all the other characters talk like animal crossing characters, right? You know, like, uh, and so I really think this is going to be like some kind of like maybe unraveling a mystery because in the beginning it talks about the kid's dad, who's dead, but then his mom is missing. They can't find her. And he's like, Oh no, she's going to come back. And it's just super charming. And uh, if you're into like, like Justin talked about return to monkey Island. So like a point and click adventure, or games like that they are, like, super chill. Like, even if you were a fan of Night in the Woods, where, like, you were, like, piecing together the story by finding things and interacting with people, all like that's that going on. Uh, there was, where I stopped in the video, you can go watch the video of uh, the first, like, 20 minutes. Where I stopped in the video is uh, a fishing scene from the past where the kid remembers going fishing with his dad, and you don't see his dad, like, he's sitting with his back to you at this chair next to the pond, and he's like, go get the bait and fish. And depending on the charms you found, you have different bait that you can use. And that different bait pulls up different things. Uh, and so I tried it a few times to see if it pulled up something different for for each bait. It doesn't. It only pulls up one thing. And I think, it's a, uh, I think that fishing hole is something you come back to over the rest of the game uh, and, like, complete your collection of stuff. So yeah. you might want to check this out. Um I was Sounds drawn in by the art. It's just absolutely amazing. Uh I I love it. Such a cool style. Uh, and this game is something that like, I think is kind of special. You don't see a game like this very often. I've also been playing Fortnite. I'm like Justin. I got I said I'm not gonna play, but I got sucked back in by this season. Uh and it goes until December. I'll I'll dabble. Uh I wasn't
2: Beacon Pines is on sale. I'm I'm gonna throw I'm going to throw money at it and hope I have time to play it. Awesome. (laughs) I hope you
1: like it now that I've recommended it. Well, that's what I've been playing. Uh, Let's turn on the Community Spotlight here. So as we flip on the Community Spotlight, we want to remind you guys about the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. Uh, Game Pass News, Dads After Dark, Retro Logic shows. You can go over to nintendodads.org and you can find all of the Spotify feeds there uh, and go to your favorite podcasting app and subscribe. You can find all of the stuff. Game Pass News drops every Saturday. Dads After Dark uh, every Monday night with an occasional episode in between. Uh, and uh, Retro Logic and its uh, resulting podcasts uh, drop at different times. So you'll just have to go over there and check them out. So, uh, but be sure to throw them some love as well, because uh, there's a whole world of stuff that's going on outside of the main Nintendo Dad's podcast, and we would hate for you guys to miss it. Uh, let's dive into some questions from our fam uh, from our community. We've got quite a bit uh, here. Uh, questions from Discord up first. Chris HL asks us this: Why does not Nintendo take more advantage of local co op? Ie, the ability to connect multiple switch consoles in one place to play together, but each player only sees what's on their screen. Mario Chase, wouldn't that sell more consoles and more software? Jesse, how uh, how uh, doable is that? Like for like, I I know we can do a local like ad hoc network for like Mario Kart and Smash and stuff like that. But how how could it do something different on one screen and?
2: Yeah, if the game wants to, like, I know they had the. I forget was it was it a Mario Party where you could uh, like set up two switches together and draw lines telling them this is where they connect, and yeah, I can actually play like a game of tank across. Yeah, Mario Mario switches. Party uh,
1: Superstars, I think was able yeah. to do so that.
2: So it's definitely possible as long as the game, you know, the the games have constant communication and sharing data back and forth, um, you know. It, even uh yeah, and that's just using like local Bluetooth connectivity. That's not using Wi-Fi or networking uh, to do that, right? Like, like, like the voice of cards games, they always they they all have the similar type of card game that you can play just to, as an extra side side thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you play with NPCs, but once you unlock enough level, you enough levels of it you unlock it at the main menu where you can play multiplayer with other people you can't go online it is that is local only you can play it up to four players on a single switch or up to four players in an ad hoc network with four separate mm. switches each with their own version of the game so i imagine you know obviously i don't know of anyone local to me who's has the game with so i've never been able to test that maybe we might be able to find someone to test it with in november but uh yeah. i ma- i imagine the displays will still be just sh- sh- a shared display we all see the same thing at the same time because that type of game isn't very complicated but yeah definitely it can be done like like if like say it like a chess game uh, I see it from my point of view. You see it from your point of view. It's the same board from different sp- perspectives. So really we have two different screens. So something like yeah. that is very possible. Doable at least. Yeah. If you can do okay. it over TCP, TCP IP networking, you can do it over Bluetooth. Local and ad hoc. I,
1: I'm going to be honest it's with just, you. I would, I would really like to see uh, Nintendo bring back Nintendo lands for that.
2: Right. But and it, and people may reasons. not
1: agree with me on that, but that's okay.
2: Yeah, there were some games in Nintendo that I really liked. Some games were zilches, but that's what you get on a collection like that. But I think the main reason why Nintendo isn't is focusing more on the online as opposed to the local is because yeah. they're trying to push NSL subscriptions. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Mecha Dragon actually um, actually me a Super Mario Party where that uh, tank game was. So it was the very first uh, Mario Party that dropped on the Switch. Uh, another question from Discord, Zablonk. So it appears Dan Allen, a successful YouTuber and interviewer In of industry type, successful, uh, linked, leaked NDA protected info by getting game info and codes and then using an anonymous Twitter account to leak. Except he forgot to switch the account and he got caught. Wow. So my question for the dads is, what possesses someone to risk their industry industry success for an uncredited Twitter account that gets you nothing? My answer is the clicks, man, the clicks. Yeah. Well, gotta get the clicks.
2: Well, I think what would help his YouTube show is he could talk about it using this r- random Twitter account as a source. So it's not coming from me; it's coming from this other guy, even though. Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, ultimately, and it's part of it is just internal. I know I did this. This is me, and you know, even though no one else, if he would have done it right, no one else would have known who was him, but he would have known, and that's enough for some people. Right it's it's all
1: about it's all about the views, right? It's all about the. The insider knowledge, man. Everybody wants the insider knowledge nowadays, even if it does cost them something.
2: And and, and really, like, and we, and we talked about how that how much that's meaning less and less nowadays. Well,
1: <laughs> you know, I mean, like, everybody's uh, even a broken clock's right two times a day, right? Sometimes. But it seems like less and less that they are right. Period. I mean even who was it Jeff Grubb who we've had on our show before uh, he he talked about uh, the the Zelda heavy uh, whatever and that didn't happen
2: right and uh in the Metroid Prime remake
1: oh yeah yeah so I hate it I hate it for him but dude if you are going to um, if you're going to if you're going to risk it for the biscuit you better be sure that you're closing your accounts out <laughs> when you're after it. I mean, it's stupid anyway. It's stupid and slimy. But yeah. uh, anyway. And,
2: and that's that's easy to do. I've, like, posted multiple times under my own account when I meant to post it on the, on the new Nintendo Dads yep. or vice versa. And easy to do. It's so easy
1: <laughs> that maybe it's not worth it. I'm just saying.
2: Right. I did, no, you know, I've just never posted saying. anything that's NDA-able. This is no. You know, Normally posting a joke. <laughs> right.
1: Right. Uh, Hoots says this Splatoon multiplayer activities ranked in order of funness. One anarchy slash rank battles, two, salmon run, three point one, tricolor turf war. It's still new. Three point two turf war. And then he says, Change my mind. Um, well, Jesse's not gonna do that. Uh, but uh I can't, I can't change your mind. Uh, you're right. Even though I'm not going to play Anarchy rank Battles, uh, I would add a fourth one to that and call it, well, no, like let's move it all the way down to like 1, 2, 3.1, 3.2, 100, below 100, underneath the floor in a garbage dump. Wow. Turf card battles. Stupid. Waste of
2: time. Awful. Are those the things that Tim said he liked? Yep. Okay. Tim can have
1: them. Yeah. They're awful. Fan-
2: I imagine I yeah. probably would have liked that part of it, too. If I, You probably would. It's,
1: it's awful. It's I probably would want makes the game. No in, in re- in it makes no sense. It makes no sense. I played the tutorial multiple times. It still doesn't make any
2: sense. Anyway. So, someone will make a set and have them sold on Etsy or something. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure.
1: <laughs> um, skinny Mats. I have never played a pickcross game. What's a good one to start with, Jesse. Uh, the well, blog's answer is, yeah, let's go. It says you want to start with one first so you can understand the story of the later game.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, there is no story. Uh but, Yeah, there is. Well, it's the pixels, man. It's pixels. The pixels, the P I C Z L E. Those games have oddly enough, have a story. Yeah, I know. But, but you know, the Jupiter series of games do not. And so really, any you can pick up any game. They all give you a tutorial. They all have the same type of hint systems if you want to enable them. So you really can't go wrong starting hmm. anywhere. You know, the later games usually will give you bonus puzzles for having previous ones. So like Picross 8 will give you extra puzzles if you've, if you've had, I think, 4, 5, and 6. It's like each one will give you one giant puzzle. It'll probably take me an hour to to beat or hours, no, hour to an hour and a half to beat each.
1: Okay. Uh, So so there is
2: benefit to having more than one game, but yeah. Mm. So you can start anywhere.
1: Here's your follow up uh, Picross question. Jesse, this is like a bonus week for you. You got Picross S8 news, two questions about Picross, Ebusel. Uh, says, is Mario's Picross better or worse than my Nintendo Picross, The Legend of Zelda, Twilight Princess? And then he asks, which is version one for story reasons?
2: Yeah, again, no story here. But, uh, see, when you say Mario's Picross, are you talking about this, what was on the Super Nintendo or what was on, what was on the Game Boy?
1: I think he may There's, be talking about the, the, the Game Boy
2: because he's, he references 3DS there, too. Okay, because... You know, but again, either place is a good place to start. You know, no real story here. I remember Mario Picross. Mario Picross, I think, is Jupiter's... If not, if it's not their first Picross game, it is one of the early ones, and they do have some UI problems, such like if you mark a squ- If you say, this square is not a square, so you put an X in it, but then you go in and try to draw like a series of squares next to it. If mm-hmm. you you it will let you try to draw a square over the X, which will then mark you as a miss because that's not a square. So yeah, so yeah it's where, it's early picross. It's rudimentary. Yeah, where future picross games will know don't override an X with a square. If you really want to change your mind, you have to undo the X first. Right. Jupiter okay. Mecha Ghost Jupiter made Mario Picross? Yes, they did.
1: If any any Picross game that's been made has been made by Jupiter, are we? Am I right? I'm
2: not not all of them, but Jupiter made most of them.
1: Jupiter invented Picross, they made it up. It's like they're <laughs> the only ones who can do it. Yeah, they wanted but to call course, it Jupiter Cross, and that didn't work.
2: And yeah, you know, and we also have it on Super Nintendo th- f- from NSO,
1: that's right, where you can that, do Mario or Wario puzzles.
2: Yeah, and it's, it's, it's kind of funny how they do it because, like, your first. The first page of puzzles you get, you, it's basically kanji or kanakana for whatever, one of those. I don't remember. I don't know the difference, but they spell out ma ri no bi So, Mario's pick you know, spoken in Jap- Japanese. Uh, then when you unlock the Wario stages on the little title screen, the ma in Mario gets but like, he'll put a sticker with a wall on it and just replace it.
1: <laughs> oh, Mario, never change. Never change.
2: Uh, so, yeah, so, so those are good. I think that one has a similar type of UI issues that the game boy version had, but still good, good set of games to play.
1: Awesome. So something says, uh, not trying to be salty, but has anyone gotten tired of losing gaming time that they may, might only have a set amount of in that day? watching disconnect notices multiple times in a row while you're playing Splatoon 3 to a point that you're nearly ready to give it a break for a while. Yeah. I haven't had that problem. Well, Jesse, you you (laughs) can only have that problem if you buy the game. Okay. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, those – listen, those first couple of days were pretty rough. I've not had that problem since then, and I've noticed that problem doesn't really happen a lot in Salmon Run which I've been playing a lot of, but the other modes, Turf War, it, you, I still get the occasional. But full disclosure, I've not played it in a week and a half, pretty much. So um, I at Tim's Breath of the Wild is my Splatoon 2. I had never, not beaten Splatoon 2 yet, so I wanted to beat that before I did the story of Splatoon 3. Then I remembered the Octo expansion, and I'd never played that either. So I need, I have to, now I have to beat that before I play. Now now you're behind.
2: It's like you have to play Persona 4 before you play Persona 5. I'm not playing Persona 4 before I play 5. I can't do it.
1: Um, Our last question here comes from Mecca. And honestly, I saw something about this, but I don't know how much we can talk about it because I just don't know. Uh, He said, did you hear? I do
2: know a little bit of
1: Joe from Serebii, which is a Pokemon website, Serebii.net. Uh, was calling Kit and Krista liars over what they said about Nuzlocke and the Pokemon company, where they got in trouble asking to do one for Nintendo Minute, while he claims they have no problem with that. Do you think one of them is lying? So what he's referring to is Kit and Krista on their show recently said that the Pokemon company and Nintendo uh, <laughs> likened Nuzlocke challenges uh, to a uh, hacking or ROM hacks. Uh, and that uh, they wanted them made illegal, and said that they should not be done. Uh, Jesse, sh- fill, us, fill us in on that. And and for the uneducated, what is a nuzlock challenge?
2: Okay, first I'll start with that. A Nuzlocke run is basically you 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 play the standard game. You're not it's no ROM hack. It's just you're implementing your own additional rules to the game. Things like you. you catch the first Pokemon on a route and that's the only Pokemon you catch on that route and if a Pokemon faints you burn it, it's gone and then you just go play the game, see how far you can get you know, it is very difficult to beat a Nuzlocke run due to that those limitations I'm sure there's there's other rules but those are the two biggest ones but again, these, uh, Marty's you, know, you can't Marty looking at me like he's like I'm talking.
1: That's uh, stupid. Uh, Just yeah. play Pokemon. My <laughs> <Hi>
2: gosh. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so I I found an article. Where did it go? I have it here somewhere. This is from Nintendo Life, which referenced a Eurogamer article that basically says that is like a heated moment missed. Misunderstanding and miscommunication between the, the Pokemon company and Kit kitten Kit Krista's question probably also multilingual doesn't help. So, uh,
1: but but we still have to deal with the fact that Joe from this well-known Pokemon website is now calling two very well-known former Nintendo employees liars.
2: I think I think he said that. Before the clarifications came from the Pokemon Company, which, you know, spawned their response. So, see, the. The article says, the Pokemon Company International does not have any issues with fans or creators playing the video games with Nuzlocke rules. As mentioned in the original article, the Pokemon Company statement perhaps indicates it has more of an issue promoting the Nuzlocke challenge in an, in an official capacity rather than taking umbrage with the Nuzlocke challenge as a concept. So they just basically okay. didn't want Nintendo proper in endorsing it. You know, Kit and Krista as now independent creators, they can do what they want.
1: That's right. I still play Pokemon. Don't <laughs> yeah, make I a, have, don't make up a mythic rules for Pokemon. I, I, I mean,
2: have I have a hard time playing the games native by themselves, much less with the Nuzlocke rule. I think my son has tried Nuzlocke and My son has, has tried Nuzlocke and he's does like, not oh, get man, far.
1: I'll go to I'm 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 three hours in the game. Now I gotta start over because I don't have any more Pokemon. I'm like, you Waste of time. Stop it. Just be
2: normal. Well, for some people, that's fun, and if that's yeah. you, if that's fun just, for you, it's, it is. All right. If it's enjoy fun it. for
1: you, I'm sorry. If it's fun for you, go have a blast doing your but, Nuzlocke challenge. But
2: I agree with Marty. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: I mean the the whole the whole catchphrase of the game series is gotta catch them all. Not you got to catch one on each route. <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: And, and so you don't, anyway. you don't want that first Pokemon to be a route at that because then you're kind of right,
1: scared. right, <laughs> right, right. Anyway, guys, guess what? That's a show. Booyah, it is Tim. A, it is we a can show. do a short show. Just means you can't be here and Justin can't be here for the last half. So yeah, well, yeah. still,
2: short short show is still two hours long.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Episode three ninety three. Thanks for joining us, uh, guys, for uh, this episode. Thanks for hanging with us uh, as we close out the show. We want to say a huge thanks to our Patreon producers, Dave Ernsberger, Solo Something, Alexander Ocampo, RJ Kern, and Chad Benoist. Thank you guys for being there at the thirty dollars level, and thanks to each and every one of our other patrons. Uh, the $10, the $5, the $1 level, you guys are awesome and we love you so much. Uh, thanks for supporting the show and making lots of things here at Nintendo Dads HQ possible. We also want to say thanks to our followers and supporters over on YouTube where We're approaching 6,400 subscribers, Twitch uh, approaching 1,400 followers, and thank you to our 20 Twitch subscribers who throw their Amazon Prime, Twitch Prime subscription our way and get access discord too if you want access to discord uh and all kinds of fun activities and insider uh talk and baseball and monthly mayhems and dads after dark going crazy uh you can uh, head over to patreon.com backslash nintendo dads uh where you can sign up and be a part of that don't forget head over to manscaped.com and gooder.com that's g-o-o-d-r.com and uh, get yourself a little something nice real nice with the code NINDADS, that's N-I-N-D-A-D-S, 20% off on your Manscaped order and some cash off on your Gooder order as well. And be sure to check out our merch store, nintendodads.org backslash merch, where for right now you can get uh, new shirts, stickers, whatever you want, posters celebrating the upcoming 400th episode of Nintendo Dads, where we will be live together for that show and Extra Life. You can also find all of our YouTube videos, tweets, podcast episodes, links to our social media, and so much more over at
2: nintendodads.org. Oro says, make that 21. Have some Bezos bucks. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, get in there,
1: Oro. I love you. You're awesome. Uh, you can email us at nintendodads at gmail.com. Or call in and leave a voicemail at 929 25 dads. That's 929 256 three seven we want to say a big thanks to oc remix for the music we use throughout the show and remember wherever you listen to nintendo dads your podcast app of choice spotify uh overcast apple wherever you are be sure to leave us a five that's five stars one two three four five five star review and some written words to push us on up the charts so people can find out more about how awesome the show is i mean pretty easy right five-star review say some words boom we're done and we benefit and you benefit because you're (laughs) awesome anyway guys this has been episode 393 thanks for hanging with us for me for justin for jesse for tim and for everybody else hope you have a great night and a great weekend see you next time bye-bye
0: Thank you for listening into Nintendo ads. I don't know what
1: animal this is or what Pokemon this is. Nintendo